Hey, thanks for watching the Horror Show with Sean and Joel. Ain't no other place to go. I'm Roddy Piper. Thanks. To the horse show, show it dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I am Sean. I'm Joe. Hey guys, we are back. Welcome back, Joe. Thanks. Did you listen to our last show? I did. Kind of a mess, but no, I liked it. Aaron, uh, Aaron was a uh, more than capable substitute. Yeah, re listening to that, pretty glad we didn't release that Wes Craven memorial. <laughs> <laughs> right when he passed away <laughs> knowing how many people are fans of him that was just uh not a memorial <laughs> no let's blame paul let's bring yeah, something I'll worse blame yeah, I'll blame. he does he he really brings us to a whole other level if you knew the jokes i edited out of that <laughs> which by the way probably weren't jokes but <laughs> just um just mean comments they were awful comments um holy mackerel uh <laughs> they were they were something um but yeah, it was an all right show. Um, guys, thank you for pre-ordering the shirts. Yeah. That you really saved me uh, my bank. You saved my bank account a, <laughs> a gruesome month of trying to make that money back. So that is fantastic. So those will be going out or, well, by the time this is released, we have sent the order to the printer and hopefully it doesn't take too long. It, they say seven to 14 days, but this guy's been like, communicating with me so i think he's just going to get it done good and it's a black and white shirt it's so insane it better, to me that people are going to wear like, i know a product that represents us That's i know crazy, it's ridiculous man. it's absolutely ridiculous so thank you all so much we really appreciate that and uh, i think it's all the house cleaning we have to do sounds good okay but we uh we kind of got off track with our barbara crampton uh valentine's day special which was supposed to be a two-parter, <laughs> including this, and it's a past Valentine's Day. So this is just Castle Freak. Yeah. Barbara is in it. Not so naked in this one. Not so naked, but um, still willing to seductively open that shirt for a disgusting freak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we talk about, uh, we've talked about movie titles. And like how some are like, blind, like yes. the shopping mall that has nothing to do with it. This I love this title. This title is what awesome. A freak in a castle. This title is awesome, and I just felt really. Biz- it just felt kind of hurtful the whole time writing "freak" as that character's <laughs> name. Like the freak walks into the room is like some of my like my notes are just like, and here comes the freak. I'm like, oh, it's so fucking terrible. But. Yeah, I call him Castle Freak. I think it's his proper name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Like first and last name, Castle Freak. <laughs> like. So it's that's how he files for his taxes. Oh my god, this movie, man! I did not know what I was getting myself into. This was my you had never seen it. Viewing, nice and um, wow, wow. This movie it holds a a special place in my heart. I think I told you this, not not on the mic, but uh, in person. Um, 
when I, it was 1996, so it was summer going into sixth grade. I went up to Cape Cod with my to live with my or stay with not live. What am I talking about? To stay with <laughs> my grandparents for a few weeks, and they had HBO, and I didn't know anybody that had HBO okay. at that time. And my parents were like, "Do not watch HBO. <laughs> you know, you're too young. Do not turn that on." And then when my grandparents went to sleep, I snuck out, and you know they had the previews, or yeah, yeah, yeah. and it said Castle Freak coming on next. So I was like, "Oh, all right, it's fucking what a great name." So I stayed up and watched it, and as soon as it was over, I just remember like going into bed, staring at the ceiling for like an hour, being like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Man, HBO used to be like, yeah, it used to be like that, right? Like your parents were like, "Do not turn on HBO." Yeah, I mean, especially I was going in the sixth grade, so they're like, "Yeah, it, that was like a no man's land kind of like they were so rogue. They're just porn and yeah, terrible movies, like really." Appalling movies. They just put whatever on. <laughs> like Castle Freak. Yeah. Exactly like Castle Freak. Um Do you remember the Spice Channel? Do I remember the Spice <laughs> Channel? Oh, I'm fucking up Joe's mic here. Technical difficulties. Everybody. Okay, here we go. Uh yeah, the Spice Channel. Do you know uh, anyone that ever actually subscribed to the Spice Channel? Or I, they just I, stared at the green lines until they saw a nipple. I mean, that's what I did. I <laughs> I'm sure people did. I mean, you're talking about a time when people would Go into a back room that everyone could see you enter and exit <laughs> to get pornography. But but it was in a back room. Like, what? Somebody could have made a fortune by making a back entrance. Why didn't they have a back I don't, entrance? I go don't, in one way. I don't leave. know. Yeah. Just ring a buzzer and they'll let you in the back and you can get your porn. <laughs> I in never it. thought of that. Yeah. I was like, what if you went in and you came back out and you see like people from like your place of work yeah and and, and, then, and everyone was there friday like the place would be packed and like <laughs> you you'd be coming in and and you couldn't go in the morning because then you look like a real weirdo <laughs> like just picking up my porn for the day like oh man i i used to <laughs> i used to hang out i was so young i was like in elementary school but i would hang out with this guy that <laughs> ran um you know the coils worked at the uh little insider for our town uh the coils worked at video gallery yeah and i used to hang out with the older one pat and i would just we'd just watch movies and just sit there and watch wrestling and stuff and uh guys would come in and return porn and uh he would always get so pissed because he's like yeah they never rewind it so now i know exactly where they (laughs) they climaxed And he'd always be so pissed. And it was so funny. They would drop that shit off so fast. And probably because oh, yeah, you have was, to. You just hit and run. And probably because there was a fifth grader standing there <laughs> like, looking at him. Like, what the fuck? Uh, but yeah, weird thing. Getting porn from a video store. I have a pretty good uh, video store porn story. This was in like... This was in like 2005, so the internet was oh, very yeah. much alive, and <laughs> there's no way anyone should be renting porn. And I was in uh, the one by everybody, whatever that was called. Cheshire Video. Oh, yeah. Whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't Cheshire Video and this. It was the other one. It might have been Video Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. By everybody's. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So uh, I'm in there, and I'm they're having like a sale on DVDs, so I was just trying to buy DVDs. And this guy comes in, and the girl who's working behind the counter is clearly in high school. Like, I was in college at the time. And this guy comes in. He's like... I came in here the other night and I rented this porn and there's barely any tits in here. He's like, and no. I want my money back. No He's way. Like, uh, I don't know if I could do that. He's like, well, when you advertise porn, I better have, I better see some titties. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my on? God. Go on Holy the internet shit. and watch it like a normal human being. Yeah. Well, oh my God. That is crazy. <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. I mean, though, that would be infuriating. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think I'd go and complain about it. <laughs> no, it's way worse to complain about it. 
Um, or at least complain discreetly. Like, welcome to Porn Talk. I'm your host. <laughs> so yeah, Castle Freak. Welcome to VHS Porn Talk. Um, which Castle Freak... Strong Sean style. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, November 14th, 1995. Straight to video. Not a theatrical release here. Uh, distributed by Full Moon Entertainment. Full Moon... That's like a whole series of, uh, that's a whole, that's a whole like series of shows in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, uh, Rian- uh, no, not uh, full moon is like puppet masters, puppet masters Charles demonic, yeah. demonic toys, yes. doll man versus the demonic toys, Wait, which is crazy because I remember seeing <laughs> demonic toys and being like, oh, this is just trying to get in on puppet masters little run of glory and then it's the same company <laughs> why would you do that to yourself it's taking away competition <laughs> yeah you're splitting your fan base <laughs> what the fuck are you doing they did ginger dead man yeah i know an evil bong which See like it. just came out like it's like a recent one that <laughs> just came out there's already six of them <laughs> what the fuck uh so yeah should, i don't want to do this no i don't want to do those either but uh <laughs> I'll, I'll watch all the puppet masters sure um this is based on The Outsider by H.P. Lovecraft. Based on a uh, a very loose word. Yeah, because as I discovered, the only scene, the only thing that the book has that is also in this film is a scene where the freak looks in a mirror and is a <laughs> is like so appalled at himself that he smashes the mirror. That's the only thing that happens in the book and the movie. There might not even be a freak in that book. I don't even know. I'm not even aware. Just an ugly guy. Yeah, it just might have been, I don't know, a deformed person? I don't know. Um, Directed by Stuart Gordon, of course. Stuart Gordon has a very distinct style, too. A lot of horror directors, they have their own little touches. Stuart Gordon's, um, I kind of picked up on this. He likes to kill cats and... Loves that. And have... Um, whatever the villain is, uh, eat out uh, a a female or dead female <laughs> or, or whatever. He's got to have oral I didn't sex. Even pick up on that. <sighs> Fucking jerk, Stuart Gordon. Why, <laughs> why do you do that? Um, I I looked through Stuart Stuart Gordon's uh like movies that he's done because I was I was like I felt like he's done so much, but he really hasn't. Reanimator, Dagon, From Beyond. Dolls, Dagon. And that's really it. He did Masters of Horror twice. Yep. The Black Cat based on Poe. With Jeffy Combs. <laughs> and Dreams in the Witch House based on H.P. Lovecraft. So this guy cannot <laughs> come up with an original thought <laughs> to make a fucking movie out of. He just takes these things and then like probably butchers them. I can't imagine H.P. Lovecraft actually wrote Reanimator. I, I haven't read it, so I, I wouldn't... I can't imagine there's an oral sex scene or <laughs> half the scenes that are in that. It's probably just based on a guy that reanimates a dead person. I'm, I'm not, I don't <laughs> know. I'm going to go on a that? land and Why say, even yeah. do that? Oh, whatever. And then he also has this movie called Robot Jocks. J-O-X. Yes. The ultimate, the tagline is the ultimate killing machine, part man, part metal. And I think we have to see that because that sounds abysmal. <laughs> it sounds so fucking terrible. Oh man, Castle Freak! Do you want to play a round of uh, what did this get on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> yes, yes. What do you think you got? Uh, a f- 
Uh, I don't know. I actually really like this movie. Um, a five? A five percent. No. Oh, no. I meant like uh, 50%. Oh, 50%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking IMDb stars. Uh, no, a little bit higher. Really? Yeah, surprisingly. And that, I, I like the movie too, so I don't mean surprisingly like it's terrible. I just didn't no, think it's, Rotten it's Tomatoes very, would rate No, them. I mean, these. what is it? It's a 63%, which That's is pretty real, generous. That for, is uh, very generous. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy yeah. shit. We need to c- figure out, like, there should be a way to be like, by the way, this got 63%. So did, like, Jurassic Park. <laughs> like, all these great fucking <laughs> movies. Because I'm sure there's some ones that you're just like, what? Although, now that we're talking about it, I didn't look up how many people voted. So it could have been, like, three people voted. <laughs> Seven people. <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> um. Yeah, Castle Freak. Oh, man. The, it's so weird to call people freaks in this day and age. Yeah, it's pretty, it's <laughs> so weird. It's pretty un-PC. Yeah, Castle, physically disabled person. <laughs> I would I would go see a movie like <laughs> I would that. Do, I'd be like, what? <laughs> um, but so it has Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs. How do you feel about Jeffrey Combs? Oh, wow. Uh I mean, when I saw him in Reanimator, I was like, this is probably this guy's first movie. And, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, he wasn't terrible in it. He played that part pretty well. Uh, he's, I think he's great. Yeah. And this one, though, he seems just off the rails. I don't know what he is pumped up on, but he is, he is, <laughs> he is, he is not mailing this in. He is. Oh, he, he is a poor man's robert england yeah he's like he's classically trained i have no clue if he is but he yeah yeah this guy so he plays the father john riley but we will just probably continually call him (laughs) jeffrey combs throughout the thing so i uh, sorry to interrupt you for like the 50th time before you even talk about castle freak but i just typed in um (laughs) jeffrey combs and he went to santa maria's pacific conservatory of the performing arts so i think he is pretty well trained pretty well trained actor that's good he just can't get like theater work he just stars in Stuart gordon movies man acts his ass off acts oh it's tough in this one though it is really tough in this he i liked him he was i didn't mind him it was weird though because he so the story is of a family John Riley, the father, Susan Riley, the mother, and Rebecca Riley, their blind daughter. Uh, we will probably just refer to them as <laughs> Barbara Jeffrey and- Combs, yeah. Barbara Crampton, and the daughter. <laughs> uh, but the the father is uh, he he turns out to be he's an alcoholic or an ex alcoholic. Yes, and. Yeah, Jeffrey Combs is just overacting this. He's like really. You could tell he's just like, okay, I'm an alcoholic. I have to. He's have playing a man that's haunted by his past. Weird mannerisms, yes, because he did get into an accident while drunk and yeah. killed his son. Killed his son. So he's definitely haunted by his past, the you know, and the alcoholism. But he's acting really erratic to the point where I was like, oh man, when he finally plays drunk, he's probably going to be <laughs> acting normal and he'll be good. But then when he plays drunk, he oh, he turns plays- it up drunk <laughs> he plays wow what like when i was in when i was in like sixth grade and i record my own videos and like <laughs> i would pretend to be drunk not knowing what being drunk was and i'd be like that's almost what he's doing it's almost what he's doing there's a scene at a bar later where he gets drunk for like the first time since his recovery 
his fucking shirt's open, and he's just like, dude, the, swearing. The camera like pans to the girl, so you can't see him. And it's like as soon as it pans back, his shirt is all buttoned, his hair is all disheveled. He's, he's a mess. He's a mess. Like no one would let that guy stay in a bar that long. They'd be like, get the fuck, out. please get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. Like of the bar's closed. He's like, yeah, for me, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is exactly a hundred percent. You're an idiot. But um, we'll start at the beginning of this film. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now that, that we, we covered ruined everything. it, <laughs> um, we open up to an, an older, <laughs> an older woman. Older Sean, she's disgusting. <laughs> How's she even alive? <laughs> and she's she, dude, when Sean says older, she's like 110, and she's the worst mouth breather I've ever seen. Oh, like, yeah. She can't close her mouth. Oh, yeah. She's just making disgusting noises. You know what? I legitimately we make fun of Paul, but in the last episode, last week's episode, when he's talking about that director. I forget who he's talking about, or maybe it was an actor, and he's like, he's so old in this. And it was like, yeah, and when he was in fifth, like in a movie in the fifties, he was still like, I thought he was eighty five. Oh, was it um um what the fuck? It was like a name? French guy. No, it's the guy he's in uh the seventh seal and he's in every movie ever. What and he's so old. Name? And that that's what this woman is. I think this woman was a million years old when she was born. <laughs> like, like she was just always old. Like she might be alive today and be like seventy. <laughs> She was just like, oh, oh, it's Max von Sydow. Yeah, yeah, the guy from The Exorcist. Yes, yes. yeah, he was in movies in the fifties. He's playing like people's grandfathers. <laughs> yeah, that's this woman. She's probably been an old woman her entire life. She was probably twenty five playing somebody's grandmother, great grandmother. Um, but she's uh, she's preparing a meal, which is just bread, one a single slice of bread, and she goes. She goes into – she's just walking around. It's just setting the tone. She brings the food into – does she even – yeah, she makes it to the – yeah, she brings the food to what we find out is the freak yes. who's in a dungeon of sorts. But then proceeds to whip the shit out of him. Flogs the shit out of him. This is a – this is definitely a give and take relationship here. I, <laughs> she gives him the thinnest, shittiest slice of bread <laughs> And uh, then I guess I'll, I guess it's a give and give relationship because then she gives him the most savage beating of his life. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> For no reason. Um, so I guess it's just like take and take. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that horror movies need more old hags. Like I feel like that I was – Like Pumpkinhead has one. Yeah. And like I, I just love the way that they look and like set the tone. They're really good. Why, they're just so effective. They're even – it's in uh, Army of Darkness too. Yep. That old – Bag of bones is awesome yeah. in it. She's, I just think people don't look like that anymore. No. Like you take care of yourself better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? Like there's no old people that look like that. Like I think At least was, women, like they do their hair and stuff. Oh, right. Like they get it dyed and stuff. Yeah. Like I feel like when I was a kid, like you'd go to the grocery store and there'd always be one that you're like, oh my God, that lady is definitely <laughs> so a fucking mean. witch. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's just what it was. Like no, people just didn't give a shit as much back then. <laughs> or the products weren't available, or I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, or, you know, you wouldn't be on film every two seconds. <laughs> or, <laughs> or that, and you were just doing your job at a grocery store, <laughs> yeah. not expecting asshole kids to call you a witch. Yeah. By the way, I did not call them a witch. I was just, I was terrified of them. <laughs> that makes it better. Uh, but the old lady dies. Yep. Keels over on her way back to her bed, and uh, that's it. We kind of find out that uh, she's she's they do a scene that it was kind of unnecessary, but it just kind of like fades out and then fades back in, and it's been like a year, and she's <laughs> just a corpse laying in bed. Everything's rotten. Yeah. The cat's dying. 
But it, it's still another much. cat death, by the way, because there's no way that cat survived. No, that's the same cat. Oh, it is the same. Yeah. Cat? Well, then the cat. And yeah, because the, the girl finds the cat because they didn't bring it in. Oh, okay. So the cat and the castle freak are the like the only two things on Earth that don't need food and water <laughs> anymore. So good news, guys. We found them because these two things live for a long time without eating or drinking. Well, well, I won't say it now, but I don't know how Castle Freak can't eat or drink. Uh, well, there's a lot of problems with the <laughs> Castle Freak character that like make zero sense. He'd be dead. He'd just be dead. I mean, I'm just going to say it now, actually. His butthole is sewn shut <laughs> and he has no dick. Oh, my God. I did not realize that about his <laughs> butthole. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, he doesn't have a butthole. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. This is a wow. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. So And guys, don't worry. We can confirm it because it is shown in great detail. Oh, you see this so many guys times. non-existent junk and butt all so, movie long. So many times. <laughs> so many times. Um I'm just gonna I wanna comment on it just real fast because he the first time we see him, he's he's nude. Uh and then for a while, he's just wearing a sheet around like a ghoul, which is just hilarious. <laughs> when he puts the mask on? <laughs> it's so funny. But he wears a sheet around for part of the movie. You'd think this was an attempt to be like, okay, let's get this rating down to like ours. Let's not show this fucking disgusting thing <laughs> constantly. But like he loses that sheet so fast. That sheet's only on him for about... Ten minutes of his. Do you scene. think Stuart Gordon was arguing for it to be PG like Toby Hooper? I, like, hey, I, put, I put a sheet over his head. This for... is G. This is a family <laughs> film. Oh my god! Um, so this weird uh, family, which is the 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 family we just discussed, <laughs> Jeffrey family. Combs, Barbara, and her their daughter, the Riley family, the Riley family, they inherit a castle in Italy, which happens <laughs> to be Castle Freak's castle <laughs> that they're going to find out and. Uh, that's a problem. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> it's just such a weird story because if you inherited a castle in Italy, you're not going to fly out there and live there for a little while while you get your shit in order. You're just going to be like, just sell it. You're just going to tell the lawyer, we just want to sell it. Yeah. make money. Put that in place. <laughs> I don't need to see the castle. I don't need to look at it. That's it. Also, living in a castle might suck. Living in a this castle would suck dick. And not just because there's a freak that comes with it and a weird housekeeper that's just... <laughs> who's, yeah. that, who's paying her? <laughs> well, she sucks at her job because she didn't notice the corpse oh, for a year. She's terrible. <laughs> she's the worst. She's the worst. And Who is paying her? No one. The freak. <laughs> she's the, freak. <laughs> the freak is oh my God, paying her. I don't even know. Would you watch a movie with the freak going to a regular nine to five? Yeah, going, I would, because what 9 to 5 is that? Like, <laughs> he, he asks the housekeeper to lock her back up. Uh, there's a lot of holes in this story, but whatever. It really get. This is one of the few movies that like really gets better as it goes on. A lot of movies start strong and then like hit a point. Yeah. This one starts like real dumb, and you're just like, what? what, what? A, yeah. he should be dead. Cat should be dead. Why is there a housekeeper? Right. All these things. I'm with you. When the gore kicks in, it's when it just you're just like, this is awesome. This oh, is yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, we also discover there's obviously some marital issues with this family. Um, Barbara. Barbara and uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Combs. Oh, because oh, I keep I keep wanting to call him Stuart. It's because of Stuart Gordon. Okay. Um, idiot. 
Uh, so Barbara and Jeffrey Combs are having a tough time. Yeah. Their marriage is strained because of the death of the son. Death of the son. Because Jeffrey. Because he is an alcoholic, was an alcoholic. He's a sexaholic. And he's a sexaholic. And um, as soon as they get into the castle, he just wants to fuck. He just wants to fuck real hard. She has nothing to do with it. And I, he I, screams at her. I had a, yeah, I had a hard time with this movie because I couldn't tell if they were trying to make her look like a nag. Because she's like, he, he approaches her for sex and she's like, I just can't. And he's like, like, what else do you want me to do? I haven't done that in forever. It's been however long he says. And he's just like, he's why'd all you pit- even come? Yeah, why'd you even come? Which is so insulting. <laughs> My wife, why'd you even come if you're not going to fuck me in the castle? <laughs> I thought that's why we were coming here. Uh, like, And it just seemed like they were portraying her as a nag. And it, there's some other scenes in it, too, where it just keeps it feels like that's what they were trying to say, but it wasn't real strong. And it was just like, why would she fuck you? You cheated on her. And you killed her and son. And you killed her son. Yeah. It's going to take a while, buddy. And you're just going to have to stick in there. <laughs> or, and you just made her move to a castle. And you just made her move to a disgusting castle. Which I'm very surprised that castle had electricity. Oh, yeah, it did. Or did it? Yeah, because lights were on. Moving to a castle is literally like my worst nightmare. Yeah. And by the way, they had only not had sex in nine months, so. Yeah, that's not that bad. I mean, for what you've done. (laughs) For all that you've done to this family, you're lucky to have a family. Yeah. Fucking jerk. Okay. Um, And we kind of find out about this son. It was weird because they really don't tell you everything off the bat. It was very unclear to me what what was happening and why? Because you don't find out even about this. Like this makes a lot more sense to you guys listening to this. Because I was like, I was the affair was all I could, all they mentioned at this point. Yeah. Then he has a dream where he crashes the car and and kills his son. But you don't, you're not even really entirely sure that happens because, I mean, you know, he's, I don't know, it's just weird. There's so many weird things happen in this. Like later, he goes into the basement and finds the wine his, cellar. Yeah, and he sees his son's picture on the wall. Is oh, oh, son? yeah, 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 yeah. And it wasn't a dream, though. No, his son's picture was on the wall, like it was his coffin. Well, see, I, I felt when I saw the dream, like I, I knew that he had killed the son, like I knew that was real. Yeah. But then, but I'm just gonna sound like an idiot here because then he goes to the wine cellar and he just picks up a bottle of wine. And he just smashes it for what I thought was no apparent reason. Yeah. But then after, as the movie went on, I was like, oh yeah, this guy was really a recovering alcoholic. Right. Yeah. They, they don't, don't really explain mention that. that. He was drunk when he was driving the car. They don't what. explain that at all. You you have to piece that together, and then well, he like brings it up like like sporadically, and then as it goes on, you realize like it all you, comes together yeah, at one point. Yeah. So. And it's just like I feel like they could like you said it gets stronger as it goes on because it all ties together. I yeah. Think. And I mean, I guess we would probably complain if the movie was like we probably complain about movies where they're just like hey dad i'm glad you're not an alcoholic that killed our kid and cheated on me like then we'd be like oh it's all in the nose let it build like, no, yeah, but, we would. Yeah. but like at this point you're just like like halfway through the movie you're still getting facts and you're like oh shit right. like, like i said when he smashes that bottle i'm like why did he just do that it would have changed my feelings about this <laughs> beginning entirely because you're just like oh what is happening yeah. but oh man so dad's a booze hound so um, uh, we mentioned that he has that dream. Yes. And then he wakes up and he hears his son's voice. Like he hears his son in the oh, castle. Yeah. So he goes looking for him. And honestly, that's the last thing I would do. If I start hearing my son in my house that is not alive, 
I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And I'm also leaving just a creepy... I would never walk around a creepy fucking castle. Because <laughs> you don't know what son? that is. It's so fucking old. I would be terrified. There's a, there's a park in our state nearby <laughs> us that has a shitty piece of crap castle at the top of the mountain. Like you hike up and you see the... This, Sleeping giant? Yeah. You see this crappy castle... And it sucks. And even that's pretty eerie just because there's like bars on the windows and you're like, was somebody <laughs> fucking murdered here? And then you're like, oh, wait, no, they just built this castle in like the 70s. Yeah, 500 years ago. <laughs> what, the 70s? I don't know. I don't wait, it, you think that was built in the 70s? I don't know. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, I don't think it ever served a purpose. Well, yeah, that may be true. But the 70s is only 40 years ago. <laughs> Why would they build a castle? I don't know. I'm look that up. <laughs> Please do because now I'm genuinely. Like, like 1700s maybe. I don't know because I don't – why would there be a castle in the town next to us? But why would, but why would they build a castle in 1970? <laughs> to like get a crowd for the hiking I can't wait trip. for you to be right and everyone's laughing. <laughs> but I feel like this is informational for everyone except for everyone listening who does not give a shit. <laughs> and nobody knows what we're talking about. Um, so, yeah. Um, the housekeeper – 1888. Okay, so, I mean, still useless. <laughs> I mean, it was not for anything. It seems like it served a purpose. Okay, well, <laughs> there you go, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to read the, uh, yeah, the history of uh, Sleeping Giant. Um, we also find out the housekeeper is kind of starting to key us in on the story. But again, she's the housekeeper. She knows everything. And even she's just kind of giving it to these people in, like, dribs and drabs. Like, she's just like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah, like hinting there might be some weird stuff happened here. Why don't you just tell them? Yeah, <laughs> tell them exactly what is happening here. And does she know about the castle freak? I feel like she must. How could she not? That thing fucking wails night and day. That thing, makes yeah. no, that thing makes so much noise all the time. And they're all like, oh, what was that? I mean, the only explanation for him still being alive is that housekeeper's feeding him. Yeah, I kind of just went with an assumption he wasn't eating. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. I mean... I mean, he still shouldn't be alive because he can't poop. And he was getting whipped to death nightly. <laughs> oh, boy. So the daughter and dad, um, they decide they're going to go out. So we find the purpose that they're here is to, like, inventory what's in the castle to sell. Like, again, I would just be like, throw everything out. Yeah. Check every room. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Wild it's animals. old. Yeah squatters get rid of it yeah. like but they decide to go out and do inventory they walk into a room that is a nursery yes it is the most disgusting nurse it looks like a dungeon yet they're playing like nursery music like it's sweet and jeffrey combs is like oh this is so cute and little nursery <laughs> and you're like what what are you looking at jeffrey Combs? <laughs> this looks like somebody was murdered in here this this looks Painful, right. like th- a lot of bad memories here, Jeffrey Combs. I would not <laughs> classify that as sweet. It is the creepiest room in the history. Like of- I feel like he should have walked into that room and been like, "There's a freak in this castle." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely, you'd be like, "There, there is, there is something living here that is going to kill us with no dick." Um, <laughs> it pr- guys, it probably has no dick and no butthole, so be careful. He's probably pure, pretty irritable. Uh, <laughs> but unusually horny. <laughs> and, and and unusually, like, wants to do what everyone else is doing. Just a copycat. This wasn't fit in. He just, 
<laughs> he's just a real mimic. He just really wants to fit in a bit. Dude, seriously, this thing wants to fuck more than anything's ever wanted to fuck, and he can't. Like, <laughs> there's no possible way for him to do it. Oh, my God. Which is, I thought, you know, having those organs is what makes you want to do that. And he yeah, doesn't have them. Yeah, no, he does not have either anything. <laughs> uh, this is the creepiest room in the history of castles full of creepy rooms, though. And they are, they're pretty, they're, cool with it and they're just hanging out looking through stuff so yeah jeffrey combs is like looking around this room now (laughs) they really man the blind daughter thing just gets me but anyway um he's looking around this room and he goes looks like someone lived in this room yeah jeffrey your fucking aunt or whatever lived in this room (laughs) yeah yes somebody lived here don't you fucking remember you just inherited it from a human you know how houses work (laughs) do you understand anything like what are you talking about and then he he looks under the bed. Oh, this scene is so weird. The daughter's like sitting on the bed with her knees like hanging over the edge of her feet are on the ground, sitting on the edge of the bed. And Jeffrey Combs is trying to be playful, but starts going under her legs, <laughs> like crawling around on all fours under her legs. And it's like, woo! And it's just really unsettling <laughs> because no father should do that to their daughter. Like she's an older. She's not. Daughter. Yeah, she's not a little girl. She's not a little girl. <laughs> she's like sixteen, seventeen, and no, this should not be happening. She's like, daddy, and he's like, Wah! he's not doing anything besides being under her legs. Like, and by the way, no sixteen-year-old girl's okay with that. They'd be like, get the fuck out they of here. Don't want to talk to your dad. Yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out of this room, dad. I hate you. Go, go live with the castle freak. And then he finds a he finds a a whip under there. But he's like kind of unfazed by it. And it is like, it's not a whip. It is like a cat of nine tails. Cat of nine tails. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, it's solely made for flogging. And he's unfazed by it, but later pieces together the entire story solely on, <laughs> solely on the evidence of the whip. He tells us everything that happened just because of the whip. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me. Have you ever seen Pumpkinhead 2? Yeah. It reminds me of that, that guy that's in uh, Dirty Harry. He's like the main cop in Pumpkinhead 2. He's like, I've never heard of Pumpkinhead. And then, like, late in the movie, he recites, like, the entire story and, and a poem about Pumpkinhead. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally true. Later, later on in this movie, Jeffrey Combs just r- literally rattles off. Which, again, like, if you're doing that slow burn thing, that's great. But don't at the end, don't just cram it all into, like, 16 sentences by Jeffrey Combs <laughs> reciting everything that actually happened. Because if like you're going to tell us, just tell us throughout the course of the movie. And reciting it like a Hamlet soliloquy. Oh, my God. He's... <laughs> So well-spoken, Jeffrey Gomes. <laughs> oh, man. So more here's, here's where the cat uh, pops back out. Yes. In this scene. Yes. It's a classic like uh, horror trope because the cat just jumps, jumps out, out, out of nowhere. Yeah. Stupid cats. Um, and the, the girl tries to go after the cat, and she falls. And she falls like it's a fucking Three Stooges movie. And just, <laughs> she trips over nothing. She just starts like somersaulting. Yeah. Oh, God. And this is when the cat's murdered too, right? Because the cat, yeah, because the cat, the cat's running away. She's chasing it, and you know she can't obviously see. Yeah. But she's to the room where the freak is locked in, and the cat runs into the room where the freak is. And the freak wakes up, and the girl is like staring in there, clawing for the kitty. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she walks away, and then she, when, after she walks away, she feels like somebody was in there, but not while she's clawing or hearing <laughs> hearing the freak move with his big ass chain. Yeah, and the cat or the the freak just grabs the cat by its the tail. The cat's trying to come out of the cat door. Yeah. Which, why is there oh oh for the food. For the food, yeah. So the cat so the cat comes out and that, that is a real cat being grabbed by a tail. Yeah, pulled back not, in by that the was way. weird. That was that was, that was yeah. weird. I'm hoping they just put it in reverse. 
No. Like he was holding. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think you're right. <laughs> that cat was pissed. Did you see that face? cat was so pissed. That cat was so pissed. Um, and the castle freak, he kind of eats it. I, I don't even know because if I've been starving, well, he eats the fuck out of it. If I've been well, like he throws it back out. It's still got all of its fur. It's just like he ate its belly. <laughs> it just got blood all over its belly. Like I would have eaten everything besides the bones <laughs> if I haven't eaten in like a year. Very true. You know, oh. very true. But um, then the best scene ever in a movie. <laughs> well, it's fantastic. But I do have a major gripe with it: is that he could have done this years ago, <laughs> but he doesn't now. Yeah, he doesn't. Yes. So what he does is he stands up and he wants to get out of his shackles, and it doesn't. You know, they're around his wrists, and he can't get them around his hand. Mm-hmm. So he realizes the only way he's going to get it over his hand is to eat his fucking thumbs off. Yeah, he gnaws on his thumb, but not like to – He did, I think the simpler thing – and by the way, why this thing didn't do it because he's so desperate. You could have just bit your thumb off, right? Right. He kind of just gnaws at it for a while and then breaks it. <laughs> and then screams. And, half, yeah. and then screams and then takes the shackle off. You might as well just clean cut, bite, bit the fucking thing off. I, I, I got to give Stuart Gordon credit here because this scene and – Many other scenes that come after this, the gore is like top notch and it's like unsettling. Like to the this point where like, like like I had seen it before, but even still watching it again, it's like it hits you out of nowhere because the rest of the movie was kind of slow up mm-hmm. until this point, and you're just like, Holy shit, I can't believe this just happened. Yeah. Um there's right after that. So now the freak's on the loose. Yeah. And but wait, how did he get out of the I was just thinking <laughs> that, and I'm pretty sure he just opened it. Fair enough. I'm pretty sure he just... Don't you think he would have tried to get out of the shackles, you know, the years that he's being whipped? Well, especially if the door's fucking unlocked. (laughs) You could just walk out. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? You should have been out of those in no time. This isn't like a government-regulated prison facility. (laughs) You probably could have, like, broken the shackles by now. Yeah, you pull a little bit every day. You've probably been in there for years. Oh, my God. Like, what the hell? Like, holy shit. And he has been in there for years. He's been in there since he was, like, six. (laughs) the fuck Um, yeah so he's out and he's loose in the castle yeah um he's loose in the castle he smashes the mirror which we already discussed and then he goes into the little girl's room at night not little girl the daughter's room at night yeah and is taking off all of her blankets and i forget if he touches her or not but he might have like caressed her head or something but regardless he's so close to her and he's taking off all of her blankets weird noises i know well that's why and Throughout the movie, they're like, what was that noise? And it's like, <laughs> and they're like, they're like, and the daughter's like, somebody's here. And everyone's like, shut up. You're stupid and blind. Like, just shut up. And like, they're family. And like, she's like, no, don't you hear that? And there's like scratching and stuff. And, and by the way, do you know how much echoes there would be in that fucking empty castle? It is castle? just a giant empty castle. He's in a dungeon. You would hear that everywhere. You would hear it everywhere. I hear it down the street. Yeah. And it makes so much noise. And by the way, everyone in the town is like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, or something in there. And yeah. they're like, shut up. You're stupid. Our blind daughter's stupid. There's nothing there. Well, meanwhile, there's just moans all night. <laughs> starving freak in the basement. That's those damn raccoons again. <laughs> just fucking Italian raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like the Frankenstein monster. <laughs> oh man! Oh god! So when, when he breaks that window, did you, did you like Jeffrey Combs' excuse as to why it was broken? Like it was clearly smashed. Dude. He's like, oh, the wood warped. <laughs> Dude. Dude. <laughs> it's the uh, 
It warped that hard, Jeffrey. I'd be concerned about that. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd want to leave just because my wood warped like that. <laughs> Dude, the cast. Like, it's just not a safe infrastructure. The mirror's been there since the 1700s. <laughs> it's not just breaking <laughs> randomly today. Like, shut up. Yeah, and for the wood to warp, they're like, the pressure in the house, like, get out of there right now. Oh, my God. Ugh. And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> and so the freak has taken off her blankets. He's just got. Like, the biggest balls in the world. Like, you just got free, and now you're fucking around, like, touching people. And But I guess later, we've I guess he doesn't have balls, so. There <laughs> <laughs> that fucking joke. Oh, uh, man. He, uh, this is when Jeffrey Combs, or after this, Jeffrey Combs goes to the basement to get drunk for the first time. And, or, well, does he drink, or does he just smash the bottle? I don't even no, know. No, he just smashes the bottle. He just smashes. Point, I think yeah. he's, like, considering drinking. It's, <clears throat> Jeffrey Combs is really acting the hell out of this. Um, yeah. He, that, this is when he sees his son's picture. Yeah, which, again, is super weird. Like, why is your son's picture there? Leave. Unless they no, they didn't send him there to be buried. They didn't even know this place like existed. Yeah, he should not be there. It made no sense. Um, the police come to <laughs> investigate. They've called the police because the daughter said someone was in the bedroom. And yeah, yeah. And the police are basically like, eh, no thanks. Like typical horror movie police do. <laughs> like every horror movie police officer is just like, you're full of shit. <laughs> But we do know about the town legend. <laughs> so they, they do nothing. Um, but they want the police to search the castle, but they, they decline. I think that, don't they look in, like look around a little bit? I don't know. The police show up so many times in this <laughs> fucking movie, I couldn't even keep track. Like, I, they show up like four different times. And like, they do, yeah. And they're like, now we want to pry. Well, well yeah. Well, people some, go yeah, missing. Yeah. But, um, so. Barbara and Jeff get into a huge fight. That's like the harshest, one of the harshest conversations I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about their oh, son dying yeah. and him being a piece of shit. Yeah. He storms out and storms out as an understatement. About to he runs away suicide. like a six year old does when oh, you yell at them. Totally. Like, <laughs> he just sprints. Arms flailing. <laughs> like he is just like, he runs out. Yeah. And so he, he runs to the top of the castle to kill himself. Yeah. Which is pretty heavy because it's pretty dark. But. Well, I'll get to it later. But I do like this aspect of him being haunted, though. Like he it's really good, but I really, again, I feel like it doesn't really, because this happens in so many horror movies where it's like, I'm going to kill myself or something like that, and it's just to play up. It's just to, to get an emotion. There's no real payoff. There's no emotional. There is in this one, though. There is an emotional yeah. payoff in this, and but in a lot of horror movies, they have these elements where it's just trying to get you invested in the character in a cheap way. Yeah. yeah, just in a cheap way. So they're like, I'm going to kill myself. And then they're never suicidal ever again. Which I don't know how I felt because he's not a very sympathetic character. Like He's, he's not at shit, all. But at the same time, like, you know, people fuck up. At the and, end, it's yeah. just, it all comes together really at the end. It, it, it's crazy. But um, I have a note here to talk about his acting, but we've already did because his acting here is just so. So he, he obviously doesn't commit suicide, but he goes right back to the bottle. He starts drinking again. Yes, drinking heavily and, yes. and goes to the bar where he spends like all day. I guess it was weird because he storms out of the castle in the day, goes to the bar. Then there's a cutaway of <laughs> of a clock and it like it's ringing, but it's still daylight out. So normally it's supposed to be like night into day. <laughs> And that didn't happen. It was just day to day. So I was like, did a full day go by? Did he just live in the bar for a day? Or did did like a few hours just go by? It has to be a few hours. <laughs> like it's just a really weird thing to do. Um, but he's been in the bar all day, basically. 
and he meets a gal <laughs> who is so scantily clad. Like I've never picked up a hooker, so I don't know what they look like. But do they dress like that and in establishments? Like maybe on the corner. I don't but. think they really go to establishments. I think I don't think that's where their prime clientele is looking to at a local bar with everyone in town, all talking. By the way, like the cops there, a lawyers there, and they all know each other. Like, I don't think a prostitute's just like hanging out there, but she is, and um, he spirals out of control. At the bar, he's just acting like a hot mess. Like we already say. talked about it, but please know that he is acting like a drunk so hard. Yeah. He's hamming it up. Yeah. And he looks... Jeff, if you're going to go to the bar looking for girls, you look like shit. <laughs> you look like a bag of shit. You look like hell. Your hair is a mess. His shirt is just open. And he's got a giant bandage on his hand. He looks like... A career criminal. <laughs> he does not look well. And this woman's like, ooh, blah, blah. Like, Jeff, that's a sign that she's a prostitute. Yeah, she wants your money. And he has no idea. No. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> He's a fucking idiot. You look like shit. No woman is hitting on you. <laughs> you look like a lunatic foreigner in this in this bar. I bet he's the type of guy that goes to strip clubs and then on the way home, it's talking about how <laughs> she's really into him. He got yeah, her oh, number. yeah, 100%. <laughs> and the, one of the scenes in this that just I laughed out loud during was, the bartender, they're in Italy, so he can't really understand the locals. They're speaking, well, they, most of them speak English, <laughs> funny enough, actually. I just thought of that. But for some reason, the bartender doesn't speak English. And he starts waving an empty bottle of Jack Daniels in front of Jeffrey Combs. And Jeffrey Combs is going, what are you trying to say? What are you saying? What are you saying? But you just ordered a shot, and he's waving an empty bottle to you. He's telling you it's fucking empty. <laughs> Yeah, and then a minute after, the girl comes by with a cigarette and just holds it up. Goes, uh, the universal language. <laughs> Bartender's doing the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I would have a way easier time knowing that there's nothing left than at the, knowing what that girl's doing and putting a cigarette. Oh in my yeah, face yeah, yeah. And giving it to me. I'd be more be scared of that. Yeah, because I'm saying order a drink, and he's waving an empty <laughs> bottle. What are you trying to say? What? What is this? What is this? He's so stupid. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So those two go. Maybe home. He does play a drunk well because honestly, that's probably like the majority of us. Probably we've probably what done that. <laughs> we've probably we've probably done that in uh, Willamantic a few times. Like, what are you trying to say? Why are you waving that empty bottle in front of me, you idiot? Speak my language. And they're clearly telling us. And they're clearly speaking English. And they're like, sir. <laughs> We're You've calling the police. Yeah. <laughs> um, these two crazy lovebirds, though, they go back to the castle. Why would you go back to the fucking castle? Get a motel. Your family's there, Jeffrey. It's not how you do it. Uh, brings her back to the wine cellar, and they go to town. He they, goes to town. He goes to town hard. <laughs> Stuart Gordon's lovemaking scenes are just out of control. <laughs> They're just so graphic. They're so <laughs> always includes oral sex. Yeah, he's always there to make the ladies feel good. Which props to Jeffrey Co- or uh, Stuart Gordon. Yeah, agreed. Stuart Gordon. Yeah, always looking out for the ladies first. So. Yeah, you don't see that a lot. No, no, it's usually just disgusting. Like throw her down, rough sex. <laughs> no woman would ever love. <laughs> it's like every movie though, or it's just overly passionate and gross. She had, she had a nice uh, little uh, bush area down there. Oh yeah, we see full frontal, which was yeah. that was something. A lot of hair, a lot of hair. I was like, oh yeah, this is the seventies, and I was like, oh wait, this is nineteen ninety five. Yep, and in Italy, 
so so they bring her home. The castle freak is watching them. Yeah. While they're doing this. And so we need to point this out just for the sake of later on. Jeffrey Combs. Pat- <laughs> I hate talking about sex scenes. It's so weird. Um, Jeffrey Combs is like passionately <laughs> sucking on her boobs. <laughs> I hate talking about sex scenes because I don't even know what to call them. Boobs. I don't want to say like vile, like gross words. So it's just like boobs. It's like the only thing. What's, vi- what's a vile word for boobs? No, like being like sucking on her tits. Like I don't want to say shit like that. <laughs> so you say sucking on her boobs. Well, and then I don't want to be like suckling on her breasts. <laughs> Jeffrey Combs is suckling. Uh, Jeffrey Combs is sucking on her boobs. And the Castle Freak is watching. But this comes back later. It's the only reason. And we had already said that the Castle Freak. <laughs> Mimics people. And, and mimics people. And and he, Jeffrey Combs also performs oral sex on her. Yes. He does these two items for sure, besides having sex with her. Um, she asks for money. Jeffrey Combs freaks out and is like, what the fuck? <laughs> he loses his mind. Well, well, he does stop because I think he comes to. He has like a moment of clarity. Yeah. That, oh, like, yeah. That's oh, true. And he like, wants doing? to run away. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Or he does run away. <laughs> Runs away like a lunatic <laughs> again. Like a seven-year-old. Just running away from I'm his problem. Running away from home. Oh my gosh. And um Yeah. So he runs away. Uh the cops the next day. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Can we just mention again that this is the scene where when, when the freak is watching, he's wearing that big bandage over his head. Yeah, this is all of a sudden he's wearing <laughs> sheets. Oh wait, were the sheets supposed to come from the girl's bed? Is that why he took them off? Oh, because he smashed the mirror so he knows that he's fucking disgusting. Yeah, and, and then he's he, like I need some sheets. I'm going to go steal them from this Freak's, sleeping Freak's girl. Pretty, he's pretty with it, man. Yeah, and then also not at all. <laughs> because, like, there's probably a million sheets in the house you could take. Or a million. Dude, you're just a freak. Yeah, you're right. That is why he took the sheets. Yeah. Oh, man, that's not explained. But, yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah, so he, he's not wearing a sheet. And the way he has it wrapped around him is just the funniest, scary. At this, It's funny what, and terrifying. What, what are those wrestlers' time. names that wrestle with uh, El Matador? Or, uh, no, El Torito. Oh, the uh, Matadores. Yeah, Matadores. It's <laughs> like the Matadores. Yeah, like it's just like holes for his eyes. And it's just kind of like ra- it's It's fully engulfed in his head except like the corner of his mouth, which, again, there's no part of his mouth that looks normal. So he's not like – you wouldn't see him and be like, oh, okay. That's fine. By the way. You wouldn't see him and say, oh, that's fine anyways, because there's somebody in your house wearing sheets on their head (laughs) that you took from your daughter's bedroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he has has no other clothes on. Yeah. (laughs) And you see his disgusting legs. And he's like eight feet tall. Um, Police come over. They're investigating a missing person. Right? Yes. Yes, The missing prostitute. Yes. Um, Which, of course, causes another fart. Fight, fart. <laughs> fart? <laughs> Probably caused a fart too, but it caused a fight with Barbara. Again, because obviously he's fucking a prostitute in their home. Sure. And again. She's not nagging. And again, <laughs> Jeffrey Combs kind of goes back to like, well, where else am I supposed to do? And it's like, <laughs> not uh, that. Not fuck a prostitute <laughs> in your house. A strange woman in your house that is now missing, Jeffrey. Get it together, Jeffrey. And while the police are, are looking, you find that the the hooker has been shackled. Oh boy, yeah. So this scene, I thought the thumb scene was crazy. 
And a lot of movies have that thing like uh, Green Inferno does where oh, they, oh, they waste the good kill like early on. And right. You, you don't see anything at that level again. Right. This just keeps going. So before she gets shackled, though, she's about to leave and she sees a rocking horse, yeah. <laughs> of course. And uh, it's, it's swaying, obviously. And then she just gets covered with a sheet. So yes. then the police come and then we see her and she's been shackled. Yeah, she, she, she was incapacitated earlier. But now she is shackled and coming to, I guess, the sheet. Knocked her out. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but here we finally see the... Uh, and the castle freak is yanking her and slamming her up against the walls with the chain. Just, we, we finally see the freak's nether regions. Yeah. Oh, boy. So he's covered with the sheet. Uh, does nothing for him. Still looks absolutely horrible. Um, the prostitute... I mean, she's terrified, obviously. But it looks like she's like, all right, I'm going to seduce this thing and figure out a way from there. Probably bite off his dick. So she goes to like grab his dick, and we see the most disgusting prosthetic dick. I don't know. So there's two really bad ones. Wait, you think there's something there? I thought it was just like there's like a thing. There's like skin. I don't like. It's like a giant skin tag. Yeah, it's like an Audi belly button. Yeah, <laughs> it's just awful. It's just. I didn't think it was his dick. I just assumed it'd been cut off. I think it was. I don't know what it was. I think you've been castrated, and that was like the uh, the scar tissue. Oh my god! Well, it is terrible. <laughs> I don't know what's worse though. Is this worse than what was that trauma movie? Terror Firmer. Oh, Terror Firmer's worse. Yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> well, Terror Firmer had all this hair on it that was like looked like it was just like wet and glued down. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> Terror Firmer was a real dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what if it was Lloyd Kaufman's dick? <laughs> um, yeah, because he'd probably be like, oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> My dick is so funny. <laughs> let's, just, let's just do this. Um, but yeah, his dick is disgust or whatever it is. is just I, I was honestly like kind of queasy <laughs> when I saw it. It was really rough to see. And unfortunately, like I really thought that was like, again, a big reveal. Sheet covers it. That's it for the movie. That's, that's all the dick and butthole we get for the movie. <laughs> but no, we get it so much. I mean, he's just there are scenes where he's just. Running around, fucking naked, <laughs> jumping naked. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, so the prostitute freaks. She tries to attack him, um, but he can't. And he starts, or no, she starts making out with him. Yeah, which is Tra- disgusting. So appalling. So <laughs> appalling. Um, and then she, she, I think she hits him with like a wine bottle and tries to split. And uh, that is a bad move. Bad move. He gets her. Pins her up against the wall and now does his mimic routine where he all he wants to do is be Jeffrey Combs and fuck a girl. So first thing he does is bites off her nipple. So he tries to suck her nipple and he bites it clean off. And I have to say when I watched this in 1996, this is the scene that stuck out with me for every like for all these years. Like I remember being in high school and our uh, this kid Greg had seen it said that he'd seen Castle Freak, and the only thing I asked him was how awesome was that scene when that girl's nipple yeah. got bitten off? Like it was fucking insane. It was insane, man. It it is brutal and crazy, and 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 they they, they just cut away real fast, and we're like, you're just kind of left with this like, holy yeah, shit, you what, feel like what, sick. It's what like, is happening to this poor woman <laughs> in the basement? And we cut to Barbara, who is now like trying to pack up. And leave because she yep. wants to leave Combs. What? Yes, for so many reasons, leave. Yes, leave the castle. Leave him. <laughs> I'm okay with all of these decisions. Yeah. And the daughter's like, no, we have to support. She's like, she's like, if he's 
drinking again. We need to be there for him. No. Yeah, you, you don't know how life works. Yeah, you are a stupid, <laughs> uh, stupid person. <laughs> you are a stupid person. Um, Combs is now at the bar also getting legal counsel. Yeah. From the housekeeper's husband. <laughs> Fun fact. If your husband is the only lawyer in town, you probably don't need to be a housekeeper at a castle. That's Do we not mention he's getting him. it because he's a suspect? Because the oh no, but yeah. So like the cops are pinpointing him, obviously, because the prostitute was last seen with him at the bar. They left together. He is the suspect for sure, and no one is to blame but Jeffrey. Right. You know what's um, kind of infuriating is that the was it the police or the lawyers? I can't remember. They were talking in Italian for like a good minute, and there was no subtitles. So you're just oh listening yeah, to people talking. To it was crazy. Language. It was insane. And then yeah, that was weird. And this this lawyer looks like the the slick the the most slickster Italian used car salesman of all time. He just does not even look like a lawyer. He's like, Ooh, I don't know, we'll see. What? You're not even giving him like real answers. Guar's manager, yeah, sleazy P Martini. Um, and he takes a call though, and he finds out that there was a purse in the castle because his wife, the housekeeper, had found the prostitute's purse. So obviously, now things are not looking good for Jeffrey Combs. Um. So the housekeeper decides to do a little follow-up, see if she can locate the prostitute. Oh, man, this scene. Holy shit. So she's walking around. She goes down. She screams out loud, steps back. You're like, what the fuck did she just see? Then, like, is like, oh, let me take another look. Looks, and then we see what she's seeing. And this is the castle freak going down on the prostitute who is dead (laughs) And but he's not going down. He is he's eating eating her. her vagina. Eating like eat. not eating her out. Just eating it like eating, a meal. Eating eating yeah. her <laughs> like a meal. There's blood everywhere. Such an unsettling scene. Yeah, the, I don't you know. Talking about it right now makes you feel a little queasy. We we had somebody on our Facebook page. Sorry, I'm not, I don't have it up, so I don't. I can't give you uh, props right now. But somebody said, you know, we should do a show on our top underrated movies. This might make my list. I've been saying that for years, son. This might make my list. This is brutal. Like, this isn't just bat. Like, this isn't gore for. The- I mean, it is gore for the sake of gore. It's not though. It's so good. It's just really good gore. Yeah. And it's just fucking batshit crazy. I- I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. It's not. It's not a five star movie. No. It's not. But like, if there was a movie that somebody hadn't seen, I'm like, you want to enjoy yourself? <laughs> yeah. Watch this movie. If you like horror movies, you just have to watch this movie because it. It's called Castle Freak. It's called Castle Freak. Holy cow. Holy cow. Um, yeah. And he uh, he catches the housekeeper. Go figure. Because he like looks up from what he's doing. Sees the housekeeper. Grabs her. Just beats the shit out of yep. her with chains. It, absolutely brutal. Yep. Another- so I guess the, the house that answers our question from before. That she wasn't feeding him. Like I don't think she knew he was there. Now, now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's why it's weird. That's 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 well, unless she was shocked it. that he escaped. I don't know. No, I think they were just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Um so the police are back, Barb lets them in and takes them downstairs to see what Jeffrey they hear like banging, like massive banging, and they're like, What the fuck <laughs> is that? And she's like, Oh, it's just idiot Jeffrey Combs in the basement. <laughs> and so they go downstairs to see what the fuck this maniac's doing. He's just exhuming a coffin, no big deal. <laughs> this won't this won't piss everyone off even more. And the reason that he's doing that is because he found out that his father never married his mother and yeah. he didn't bury a boy. The the freak dude the freak was supposed to die. Is this story clear to you? No. This story 
This story is I'm the sure, most... I'm sure it's clear to everybody else, but uh, this it story, was not to This me. story is the most unclear thing I've ever heard. I had to go on the Wikipedia page and read about it, and I was like, I did not get any of this. Because it was just so... Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't fucking know. I just don't know. So he pulls out this coffin. It's a little kid coffin, which is always the fucking worst to see. Opens it up. There's nothing there. And he's like, see... And this is when he goes on his rant. He's like, see, there's nobody. Here's what happened. Yes. My dad... Yes. My dad had this baby with this woman. She faked his death, put him in a dungeon for no reason, but I'm like, this is just thinking. <laughs> Puts him in a dungeon. The whip upstairs, she's whipping him because she's got to take it out on my dad. I'm like, how could you have ever pieced this all together? <laughs> so that old hag was Jeffrey Combs' mother. Yeah. Which means she had him at the age of 80. <laughs> <laughs> but... But was she, that's where I that's where the confusion is because there's I thought when they said they inherited the castle it was from like his aunt or like the Duchess I don't know because he's like she's a Duchess like they have so many questions about her but his mom was a Duchess right but he didn't know her I don't know oh he went and lived in America with his father is that the yes, story yes yes, yes yes okay glad we're figuring this out on the show <laughs> probably should have had a talk before him. <laughs> Uh, think about these shows that these other people listen to that, you know, they have all their facts straight. Like, I, I don't <laughs> listen to the horror ones, but I listen to other ones. And they can, like, tell you everything oh, about yeah. the movie. And we just wing it. We're just like, wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck happened? So Jeffrey Combs is dead. It's like, no, he's not. He's alive. It's like, what? <laughs> I thought he was dead the entire movie. <laughs> so goddamn dumb. It's, in, it's insane. Um so yeah, they see him and uh he just riddles off all these things. The coffin's empty, fake the kid's death, and they use the whip to punish him. So strange, but whatever. Um, the cops walk in and at first they find Combs, but then they're walking around again and they then they find like the most heinous crime, crime scene. scene of yeah. all time. Absolutely heinous. And what's worse is they find the dead prostitute with no nipple. <laughs> and couldn't even a mutilated nether region. Uh, a dead housekeeper beaten to death. And they show it's not like the focal point of that shot, but if you rewatch that, it is a fucking crushed skull. It is a skull that is crushed. Like looks like it was run Dude, over by a the car. The effects in this movie are so good. And underrated. That like made me like sick too. I was just like, fuck. Cause you didn't you when he's whipping the housekeeper, you don't see a whole lot. No. It, it's like kind of just him whipping the ground. And then you see this corpse and you're just like, here's the worst part. Along with the police, well, the police officer was the brother of the prostitute. Yeah. Who has, and the prostitute has a kid. They just threw that in for sympathy points, <laughs> which was crazy. They were, like, they, that was so emphasized. It was like, she has a son. <laughs> uh, so the cop is the brother of the prostitute. And then also with them is the lawyer who's trying to protect Jeffrey Combs and the husband of the housekeeper so both of those people walk in on the crime scene of their loved ones yes and jeffrey combs standing there like i didn't do it but what i love is that the lawyer starts strangling jeffrey combs but he was talking to that woman while jeffrey combs was sitting right next to him yes so shouldn't he have been like wait a second there's no way he could have oh yeah could have done this oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah oops that lawyer dropped the ball that's a shitty lawyer well, I guess maybe not, because when they went to the house... I mean, you see your dead wife, you're probably going to just... Kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the guy that's fucking drunk all the time. It's like, I didn't kill him. 
Even though they're in my basement. What are you trying and to I'm tell down me? here opening coffins. <laughs> yeah, opening coffins. Such damning evidence. Yeah, it's like terrible. Like, imagine if the cops come to your house and they're like, let's just check this guy out. There's a murder in the area. Let's just let's just fucking check it out. And you're just like, oh, hey. And you have a coffin in your hands. And you're like, just fucking digging up dead kids. Don't worry about me. Um, and obviously, Combs is now arrested for murder. Yeah. Um. And now the castle freak, we're getting real into the, we're coming into this third act, like real strong. The castle freak is just killing cops. Cops are looking for evidence. He eats this cop's eye out. Oh my God. One of them, it's kind of like ridiculous, but one of them is just walking and a chain drops <laughs> from the roof, like the ceiling and around his neck and yanks him up, breaks his neck, kills him. And blood is just, you just see his feet kicking yeah. and blood is just pouring down. Yeah. Another cop's just walking around, gets his eye just eaten out of its socket. Yeah. Probably nearly impossible, especially with his <laughs> mouth, but I will ignore it because it is, it is awesome. Absolutely awesome. And the freak finally gets a hold of the daughter. Yes. Kidnaps the daughter. Which is, yeah. I mean, he's really just doing everything he wants. So I don't know why he's like, I'm going to save this one for later. (laughs) He's really acting very irrationally. So for him to be like, "Mm, I'm just going to take you. I'm just going to take you and hang out for a little bit. I mean, he does want love. He does want love. Yeah. Like I said before, for somebody with no dick, he sure wants to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Truly does. Um, And the freak is trying to... There's some things in movies that I can't stand. Some are irrational. Most are irrational. One thing I hate is when there's like a monster. Listen, I know the Frankenstein thing, like the sympathetic monster, like, like, but even Frankenstein could kind of talk. I just hate that. I hate nonverbal creatures that are like, and like pointing at fucking six different things and telling like, and this blind girl, it's like, you're her son. What the fuck? Yeah, she's having like a conversation with herself about the perfect boyfriend. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And also, I love when the castle freak realizes she's blind. He's like trying to show her pictures of the son saying like, I'm I'm her son. And he realizes she's blind and like like a cartoon waves his hand in front of her face. And is like, oh, she's blind. The mommy from under wraps. Yeah. Like kind of does like a shoulder shrug. Like, oh, I get it. She's blind. Like, what? No, you've been in a cave since you were five. You don't know what blind is, I don't think. Like, how would you learn that? Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> you would just kill her. You would just, like, poke out her eyeballs <laughs> with your thumbs. Like, you'd just be so mad. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, and and this is crazy. This, uh, oh, this is so crazy. So, the freak gets really freaking weird um, <laughs> with the daughter. Really freaking weird. He's like... But he's not biting her. He, he bit everyone else. He's bitten everyone in the fucking movie. <laughs> he's not biting the daughter. He's just drooling all over yeah. her. He's like he's, I, he's being gross. Yeah, he's trying to <laughs> he's trying to be passionate. He's trying to have passionate love. And he's just slobbering all over her. And by the way, her reaction is not what it should be. She should be releasing blood curdling screams. And instead she's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Especially when you're blind, that sensation must be awful. <laughs> Oh my god. Um and she's about to do something, but Barb interrupts. Um, she had been knocked out earlier by the freak. She interrupts, screaming, take me. And listen, I'm all for seeing Barb get undressed, but not under these conditions. <laughs> Cause she's just enticing this freak with the only thing this freak wants. 
just a, just some <laughs> boobies to gnaw So she starts undressing, and it's like the least fun undressing of Barbara Crampton I've ever seen. I was just like, no, don't do it, Barbara. Keep your clothes on, please. But the freak bites. Well, no pun intended. The freak gets up to go after Barbara, and she's got a kitchen knife, and she just fucking stabs him right in the back. Yeah. And daughter and mom take off. Thankfully, they escape that horrifying thing because I was really – honestly super afraid of that yeah and they go into a different room and they hide and the freak is just walking around whipping the shit out of things everything just whipping things and they're running around the castle they're trying to get out they finally escape and this is this is on par with toolbox murders um coffin baby (laughs) flying through a window (laughs) because they were on one side of like okay so you're clearly on one side of a kit you're you're in this spot in the castle they're running around clearly that similar area they run out a door and from into like a courtyard and like like surrounded by the castle and from an opposite side of the <laughs> castle from a window four stories in the air castle freak comes launching out of the window butt ass naked through glass and like lands on his feet and is like what the fuck like what's up bitches like <laughs> daddy's home like what dude that guy has been in chains and shackles his whole life. His knees would just turn into <laughs> dust. Yes, so much stamina for somebody who's never moved. Dude, so much stamina, agility. His bone, <laughs> his bones would have just crumbled into <laughs> dust. He would have just had no lower torso. He really has such bad osteoporosis. <laughs> Not to mention he's eight foot fucking tall. Like Larry Bird couldn't walk around after like thirteen years of just being athletic. Like. Larry Bird played basketball for 13 years and was like, I can't walk anymore. <laughs> like, he was being athletic. Castle Freak was chained up, did nothing, Jumping no muscles, <laughs> jumping out of fucking windows. It was also, a- he doesn't know the layout of that castle. Right. Like, you haven't gone through that castle since you were five. I mean, maybe he's spent the last few nights just like, I get lost. I need, I need to figure out this place. <laughs> I need to figure out my new home. Let's get cozy. I wish there were scenes of this. Like, Almost like Home Alone style. Like every time the family goes to bed, he's like up, like lounging, watching TV, drinking their drinks, <laughs> leaving, leaving like water rings on the table. Trying to find nipples on the Spice Channel. Dude, I could write this. I could, I'm rewriting this movie right now. Finding water rings on the table and Barbara's like, Jeffrey, are you drinking again? He's like, no, I swear to God. I swear to God. Just setting up it's Jeffrey. just Castle Freak drinking at night. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah. So that was like, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's chasing them around and he's now fully nude again, which is, again, fucking gross. <laughs> Grossest shit ever. And it's also gross because he's just like lunging. He's always jumping. He's just ticks just in front of your face. Or it's like a behind behind him shot of him chasing <laughs> them. It's just his sewn up butthole, which I didn't even realize until now. Oh, God. And he's just chasing them around. And uh, Combs is under police custody and he gets out in the most absurd fashion possible. They're interrogating him at the police house. Cop gets pissed, beats the shit out of him with his baton. And then the cop's like, I got to go do something and just drops the baton <laughs> on the ground. He's like, I just pummeled him. He's dead. I'll just go leave the baton on the ground. Right. Jeffrey Combs wakes up, grabs the baton and like three stooges hits him on the head and runs out of the police house. <laughs> Good yeah. for you, Jeffrey. Those police are terrible. Um. And then uh, we're wrapping this up. The freak is chasing the family around. And he's, again, he's jumping so unnecessarily for a guy with no muscle mass. They're like, they walk down like four stairs 
and Castle Freak jumps <laughs> down the three stairs. You could just run. And he jumps like a little like cat. Like he's just like Wah! and he lands on both feet. Like fucking ridiculous. Uh that guy should I bet Jeffrey Combs was pissed at that actor. He was like, This guy did not take this role seriously. This guy should should have been living in a castle for months before filming started. <laughs> I would imagine if it's Robert England. <laughs> Um, he has the family trapped on the roof. The family gets to the roof. Worst possible place you could ever be. Jeffrey I imagine there's a million ways to get around a castle without having to get on the roof. To, to go to the roof. It's a huge castle. It's enormous. Why can't you just leave the front door? Yeah. <laughs> you have a car. And this thing. Never. <laughs> go to your fucking car. Why would you get cornered on a roof? <laughs> and Jeffrey, Jeffrey shows back up. He engages the freaking physical combat. Sean, would you fight someone that looked like that? Well, I don't know, mainly because his dick's out. Like, I really have a thing with not fighting naked guys. Like, I'm I'm running away from a naked guy. Like, if you're going to fight me like, fully Whoa. nude, you've won. You've won. You are much crazier. There's no chance I will come up with anything remotely crazy enough to kill you. Because <laughs> if you're running around naked. Jeffrey's like rolling. Like, yeah, he's like rolling around on the ground with him. Like, yeah, like wrestling yeah. him. Yes. There's no I, way I would do that. I mean, I guess if my family's about to get their nipples no, fucked. bit off. They're fucked. I'm going home. I'm, I'm <laughs> getting okay. And dad comes. And yeah, there's like an epic standoff. And all, <laughs> there's like an ep- like, it's almost like the old Star Trek. Uh, like that old series, the original series, where like Kirk is fighting and it would like cut to them and they're just kind of like, <laughs> they're just like jockeying for position. They're just like circling each other. And yep. that's kind of happening. And it's just absurd because it's Jeffrey Combs and he's all into it. And then there's just this fucking disgusting dick thing <laughs> doing the same thing. A monster doing the same thing. Um, And Jeffrey Combs kicks him in the dick, which was awesome. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't have one. Why would you think that would be effective? It, it didn't affect him at all. No. Because <laughs> he just kicked him in the skin. <laughs> it's a cool battle, though. I, I didn't actually mind it. It was a good fight scene. There's not a lot of fight scenes in horror movies, you know? Yeah. It's usually, like, a, it's usually it's one like side. a pissing contest, a one-sided thing, or just, like, hey, Jason. Jason turns, it's like, eat shit. And then, like, they throw, like, a fucking cross through his head or something. I don't even know. Just the dumbest shit. It's always one thing. And this is, like, a fight. Like, yeah. this thing is human, and they're just fighting. It's yeah. Pretty cool. Um, The freak's back up. He attacks Jeffrey Combs, takes him down. But the freak thinks – he takes Jeffrey Combs down, and the freak thinks he's got mom and daughter right where he wants them. And you see Jeffrey Combs take the shackle, put it on his own fucking hand. Yep. And he jumps off the roof. Yeah. Taking the freak with him. I I loved it. The castle. A totally fucked up ending. And I'm not going to like, I don't want to overstate this. Like, I don't want to make this seem like I'm like, ooh, this is beautiful. But like, truly, like an emotional ending. Like, you're like, when this happens, when Jeffrey Combs fucking kills himself for his family, for his family, but also, also in a selfish way too, because he's obviously suicidal. He hates himself for everything he did. Yeah. He can't bear it. He can't live with it. And he fucking kills himself. And like, while at the same time saving his family, it's just like, Holy shit. That is way too heavy for him. I didn't think it was was, was selfish. I thought it was a good redemption tale. Well, it is. It is. And I, I, selfish is too much, but I mean, I I meant it in the sense that he was also doing it for himself. 
Like he right. did not want to live on this earth. Right, right. He was too upset with himself. He he knew what he'd done, the damage he's caused, and he felt like a world without him is a better place. Right. And that is so fucked. So fucked. And I don't think I'm overstating that. No, I don't think you are it, it was crazy. Like there's not a lot of horror movies that even try to end it like that. Yeah. They don't even give it a fucking effort. <laughs> <laughs> they just do whatever they want to do. Um yeah, it it was nuts, man. That was, I I, I really really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, yeah, and strongly recommend it to anyone. The end was the end was also really good because we see um, Barbara and daughter at the funeral, and basically the whole town is like, yeah, we fucked up. Probably should have looked in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think they had every right to think Jeffrey Combs killed that and not assume there's a castle freak in the castle. Although everyone was like. Again, everyone was kind of like, be careful in the castle. It's, everyone knows the story about that castle. Well, you know, there's always legends in like yeah, any town true. you're in, and you, yeah. never, you never go I guess verify. That's true. I guess that's true. I guess if a string of vandalisms happened in our town, they wouldn't be like, well, you know, Cropsy's a thing. <laughs> Maybe we look into this Cropsy character. <laughs> you know, like, it's just not like You know that. Cropsy's like a legend in lots of towns? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I only know that because there's a documentary, yeah. yeah. Um. And then there's a scene really at the end that's pretty brutal where the Barb is walking away from the <clears> funeral and she sees the cop that, you know, was basically always gunning for Jeffrey on the street next to the funeral. And he just takes off his hat and you're just like, fuck, dude, Stuart Gordon, what the hell, man? This is deep. Like you trying to send home a message. I think here. he's a competent filmmaker. I do, too. It was really done well. I think maybe just bit off <laughs> The story is just so outrageous. There's there's no way you'd fill in every hole. No. <laughs> no. There's so many questions. I, and I'm really curious what happened to the dick. <laughs> Did it get whipped off? I, did, I don't know. I, I would like to know that. What do you think about this movie? Oh, I really enjoyed it. It's, yeah. I, I've been saying for years that I think it's, uh, like I, I said it earlier in the show, it's it's not a five-star movie. It's not yeah. the best horror movie of all time, but it is a great, like, under-the-radar movie to watch. If you've never seen it or you want to show somebody that wants a movie that yeah. they've never seen, show them it. So under-the-radar. So damn good. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> I honestly couldn't get enough of it. I actually ended up watching it twice because I watched <laughs> it way too early because we ended up not recording. And then I was like, okay, I, need, I think I need a refresher just to make sure I knew everything that was... <laughs> and... I honestly thought maybe I didn't pay attention enough because I didn't understand the story. And then I didn't understand it. <laughs> so it was a wasted second watch. Um, but it was really good. I yeah. really enjoyed both times I watched it. It has its flaws, but it's super enjoyable. And uh, what and movie does The gore is just... Yeah, I mean, if you're going to watch a movie called Castle Freak and not think there's going to be like flaws, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And that cover with his <laughs> disgusting face. Like, of course, gonna, this is going to be a mess. This is going to be a real messy situation, but... Oh, well, the the original covers the blind girl whose boobs are like falling out of her shirt for some reason. Oh, that's right. And, and like the freak's hand coming from behind. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah, that was oh, God. <laughs> Dude, if oh my god. After you watch this movie and like you had that VHS cover sitting in front of you, you'd be like, I don't like this cover anymore. <laughs> this is a 16-year-old girl <laughs> being molested by a fucking dickless creep. <laughs> oh man. Guys. We playing any games today? No, I didn't prepare oh, any. Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> Again, I told you 
They would happen once. <laughs> That's all you get. Um, no, we'll plan something for next week. We'll do something for next week. Um, and we'll tell you our movie for next week online. I'm not even sure. Um, and t-shirts should I, so the pre-orders close. I don't know how I'm going to handle it. If I'm just going to immediately put shirt ups, shirts up again, like as soon as we get the order or what, but I'm going to close the ordering for a little while and then, um, doing another announcement. Cause I feel like that's more fair. So a first crack to everyone. Then we could post pictures of the actual shirt. Cause I know some people don't like ordering based on a thing. Actually, I'm terrified. I'm going to get them. And like the image is going to be like two inch by two <laughs> inch in the center. And I'll be like, Oh shit. <laughs> there goes all that money. Change your name. Move to Canada. Probably. <laughs> no, we have a lot of Canadian fans. They will track me down and <laughs> fucking kill me. Um, so that's it for today, guys. Uh, that was an awesome episode. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I like talking. That was fun. I, and I was super excited to do this. Like I, after I watched it, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Sean, I've been wanting. Maybe to- we should watch good movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, when I watch when we watch some of these bad movies, I'm like, mm, don't even feel like recording today. <laughs> I think I just want to drink. <laughs> I've been wanting to talk to somebody about Castle Freak for plus <laughs> twenty years, nineteen ninety six. Oh man, I yeah yeah maybe we'll. We should, maybe we'll have call, uh, Paul call in to the next episode and just get his thoughts on Castle Freak and just play them for everyone. Because I'd really like to know what he has to say <laughs> about it. I feel like he's got some good comments. No, he doesn't. No, <laughs> just something completely rude, probably about the girl getting her nipple bit off. And I'll just have to edit out completely. <laughs> all right. That's it for this week's episode, guys. Thank you all for downloading. Thank you so much for buying the shirts. It's ridiculous. Uh, we... We, it's awesome. You guys are honestly the fucking best yeah, people you. ever. Um, and yeah, it's just so cool. So rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. If you do leave a review, send me an email and I will send you stickers. We've been getting a ton of reviews, so it's been awesome. Um, yeah, don't be afraid. Uh, email is I hate horror. Oh boy. I don't know what the email is. I hate horror show at gmail.com. Um, or Sean at I hate horror.com. Both work again. Um, and leave us a review or do that. Or just tell your friends because, honestly, that's the best thing you can do. Um, that, that That's what helps us the most. Yeah. Um, what else do we have to do? I forget all of our plugs now. Oh, Twitter. I'm at I Hate Horror I'm- Show. At I Hate Horror Show. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Dude, I am the pits. Forget your Twitter handle? Joe, I don't know if I've ever known it. <laughs> <laughs> at I Hate Horror Show. Uh, Joe, what's your Twitter handle? I'm at Jovi421. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash I hate horror. That's probably the best place to uh, join us in conversation. So much talk going on there. Our fans are awesome. We talk about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. But we also talk about rap music. <laughs> that happened this week. That was crazy. A lot of notifications while I was at work. That was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was trying to think about something to annoy you all with. Like I was just going to be like... I couldn't even think of anything just bad enough to put in, like the Bartman. Do the Bartman, <laughs> Bart number one favorite rap song of all Lucas time. Lucas with the lid off. Remember that? Yes. Um, but yeah, come join us on the Facebook page. It's really cool. Um, we're also at IHateHorror.com if you want to listen to the show that way. Uh, we're on Stitcher, all those things. Um, and thanks, Harley Poe, for allowing us to use the song Gorehound off the album Pagan Holiday. Really appreciate that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's it. Anything else we need to plug? New shirts are coming out again. We'll announce them on the show. Yeah. And that's it, man. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios.
Do you remember, uh, <laughs> I was just laughing at the end, because all I could think of is you asking what a Langolier was, and then Paul describing what a miniseries was for, like, two minutes. <laughs> Dude, wait a minute. You're like, no, no, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what episode was that in? That was, like, was that the creature feature? Yeah, that was the round table. <laughs> 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 Your response was.